Welcome to Soul Sense. I'm Sulkina, a curious soul embarking on her spiritual journey. This is a space to meet your inner spirit and your infinite soul. My mission is to simplify spirituality and make healing and growth fun. Each week, I'll bring you a new episode to inspire, empower, and unlock your inner magic. Thank you for being here. Let's begin our journey together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soul Sense with Sulkina. Can you feel that? It's the new year. Happy New Year. It's the 2nd of January that this episode is being released, and I'm recording it just a few days before the new year. But wow, I don't know. I have a good feeling about 2021. I mean, I could be super wrong, (laughs) but I'm really hoping that it's going to be um, a year, uh, another year of growth for us, right? That's all that matters is that we learn and we grow and we evolve and just, you know, have fun, have fun while doing it. My favorite motto is don't take life too seriously. We really are like in a simulation. It's all a game. And yeah, we're all just here to learn and have fun. So um, I'm wishing you guys the best 2021 ever. I'm really excited for what this year brings for me and for everyone. I'm really very curious. I have an open mind and an open heart. That's how I'm entering 2021. Also, I feel like this is an important topic to talk about, what I'm going to be talking about, because we are entering 2021 and we're setting intentions for the coming year. This is when people will set their New Year's resolutions, if you haven't already, their goals, visions, write down what they want to manifest and bring into their lives. And I think that's um, one of the reasons why I feel so called to talk about this now more than ever, right? Because I'm seeing a little problem, guys, Um, a little misconception misconception when it comes to manifestation. You guys know I love manifesting, to be specific, conscious manifesting, which comes purely from the heart, more than trying to get something or be someone. Conscious manifesting is about setting intentions and just being intentional about your entire life not just about what you want to call into your life, like just living with intention. Ever since I created my spiritual Instagram, follow me by the way, soulsense.withsilkina, I do get messages every now and then from people who are also on this spiritual awakening journey and wanting support and help going through their emotions and feelings. Um, And I'm truly passionate about that. My ultimate passion and mission is to make people feel good through spirituality and through the power of rituals. And I also want this to be easy. I want it to be fun. Um, And I guess for a lack of a better word, modern, right? So taking ancient practices and making them accessible today. And one common problem that I see coming up again and again with people that are asking for support from me is not allowing themselves to completely feel. This is because there's so much information out there 
about how you cannot manifest your desires from, and I'm using air quotes here, low vibe place. And you always have to work every day to be high vibe and raise your vibration. And all of that is true to an extent. I'm not saying that it's a lie. It's not. But it puts certain pressure on ourselves when suddenly we feel an emotion coming up or an emotion that is really looking for attention and wanting us to feel. If you've been showing up for yourself, doing the work, being consistent, having self-awareness to some degree, working through your mindset blocks and energetic blocks, if you've done all of that and you still feel like you're not getting what you're hoping to manifest, your first thought will likely be something is wrong with me or something is out to get me, right? You blame yourself for not doing it right, for not coming from a place of high vibration And then this thought brings you down even more. And then you feel guilty for being down. And it's like just a never-ending cycle. The law of attraction exists along with other universal laws. It is not the only law. It's not the only law of the universe. And first, we need to understand this. I do a lot of deep soul work. So I love mindset work, but mine is more intuitive mindset. So um, it's more releasing your limiting beliefs and understanding inner child work, like releasing those blocks. But there's a deeper layer, right? And that deeper layer is your soul. We all came here to learn lessons and to live out our purpose. Don't be overwhelmed by that word. Don't be overwhelmed by the word purpose. I know that everyone is trying to find their purpose nowadays. The purpose, the only purpose is simply living. Your grand purpose will come and align with your soul once you understand and accept the fact that the only purpose to life is the life you're living. That's it. And that's a whole topic that I can get into. I don't want to get into it too deep right now. But yes, the deeper layer is our soul. And guess what? Guess what, guys? Our soul is here on a unique journey. My soul purpose and yours can be the same, but it will show up differently the lessons will look different. So if my sole purpose is to learn resilience and yours is to learn resilience as well, it will probably not look exactly the same. And we're certainly going to have different feelings about it. We just will not feel the same way about our purpose and our life lessons. Maybe I'm learning resilience through relationships and you're learning resilience through your work. So when we think of manifesting, from what I see, and I've been guilty of this, God, I totally have been guilty of this, it's only seeing your mind and body in this lifetime. But we know that the truth is much deeper, and it gets so much deeper. When you learn about your infinite soul and how your infinite soul is connected to the spirit of the universe and God, it starts to release some of the pressure that you're holding on to. Because we beat ourselves up for not getting what we want. We feel that the universe or God is against us and we're just the unlucky ones. Isn't it funny how we look at other people and we see them living their life to the fullest 
and we feel that somewhere up there in the clouds, the sky, the universe, the cosmos, God just decided to skip us. We feel like we're the ones that were forgotten and like we're just living this life broken, right? Isn't that funny? Everyone else is good, but I'm broken. Something's wrong with me. That's a lie. There's nothing wrong with you. And I know that the manifestation culture right now is slowly shifting into heart-based feeling and thinking. Um, I have an episode about this with uh, Navjot, the metaphysical goddess. I believe it's episode 21. If you would like to get more into heart-based manifestation, listen to that episode. But the culture in some way is still is still very toxic, right? And I say this because it makes people feel guilty to feel their shadow emotions. It's almost like a no-no. And when we feel the fear, anxiety, doubt, we just want to... I'm snapping. We just want to snap out of it. And we want to fix ourselves right now. And I'm here to tell you that there's actually nothing to fix. First of all, we need to get out of the mindset of low vibe and high vibe. When I ask you how you feel, I don't want to hear low vibe. What is that? What does that even mean? I want you to name the emotion. Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is it lack of trust in yourself? Your environment? Is it frustration? What is it? Low vibe is not an emotion. It's a judgment box you've created to categorize your emotions. And it doesn't serve you at all. We're entering a new era a new age, the age of Aquarius. And I don't know much about astrology, but I know this is a big deal. And I actually want to get an astrologer on the podcast to speak about this, but the energy is shifting. And I know many of you can feel it. And the attention is now shifting towards us. Aquarius represents the collective, right? It represents people like us. And there has been no better time to show up for yourself than right now. And the problem with wanting to manifest is there's a lack of acceptance. And it's this lack of acceptance for where you are while on the journey to where you desire to be. Manifesting is not meant to be a quick fix. I've said this before. It's about co-creating with the universe. But more than anything, like co-creation is such a it's, it's a small part of it, you know, because more than anything, it's about allowing yourself to be led by the universe, by God, by source. What if you changed your intention uh, from please help me get this or that or, you know, I would like to be this or that or do this or do that to change it to something like please show me the best way that I can serve myself and others while honoring you. Or even if you don't want to put others in the equation, you can just say, show me the way, show me the best way that I can serve my higher self while honoring you. And this is not to say that you're worshiping anything outside of yourself. You also have to know that when it comes to the universe and God, the truth and the prayer is I am you, you are me, and we are one. There is no separation. So don't think of it as serving something outside of you. It's more like having this energy and this 
uh, life force within you, outside of you, above you, all around you. So it's just about feeling connected to all that is. When you feel down about not being able to manifest your desires, it means that there's a lack of acceptance. Can we agree on that? You're not accepting where you are because you are frantically trying to be someone else, something else, or somewhere else. And this is the problem. Your lack of acceptance comes from your ego mind. Our ego mind loves to control. We just have to know um, it's like this part of us that just has to know how everything is going to go down. Like we want the details. We need the details. We have to know how and why things work. Sometimes you can do all the mindset work, all the energy work, all the soul work, and still things will not go your way. By the way, I'm I'm telling you guys all of this because I've been through it. When I say that when you feel down about not being able to manifest is because there's a lack of acceptance is because it's happened to me personally. So I'm looking at it from my own perspective, right? Like if I had a lot more acceptance about where I was, where I was going, then I wouldn't even feel down in the first place because then I would just be manifesting like out of fun, like out of childlike innocence, like, ooh, I want this and I want that. And how fun would it be? Like, I'm just going to flow with God. I'm just going to flow with the universe. But there were some days where I couldn't even think beyond that. Like, I just wanted this and I and I want it. And maybe it's not going to come to me in a month or um, two months. At this point, I'm okay with like timing. I believe in divine timing. But it was almost like, but I have to have it, okay? Like putting out an order right now. I have to have it. And I used to think that if I didn't get my manifestation, I used to think that that was a sign of failure. Like you just don't know how it's done. You haven't found the secret yet. But that's not true because sometimes things just don't work out the way we want to. And can we just accept that that is not failure? And it's just, you know, it's it's about time we change our prayer, our intentions. It's about time we start to realize that it's okay to be where we are, even if you're having a hard time with it. If I'm having a hard time accepting where I am... I just say a little prayer. I say, please allow me to understand what I'm feeling. Allow me to feel my emotions without judgment. Allow me to feel my emotions with grace. Allow me to see my situation with grace. Why do we have such a hard time to surrender, to accept, and to know that we're not alone? And doesn't that sound awesome? That we don't have to carry our burdens by ourselves and that we can... I don't want to say dump, but like hand it over, hand it over to something bigger than us. And I don't want this to discourage you from setting your goals and your manifestations because I'm still doing it 100%. This is what I love to teach, intuitive and conscious mindset and soul work. But I also want to teach freedom and liberation. I want to teach flow and surrender and acceptance. There is nothing wrong with you and nothing wrong with your life if your manifestation doesn't come to reality. Challenges are a part of life. Things happen. Even when you're deep into this work, even when you're a master manifester, you will still have to face what you came here to face. 
pain, sadness, heartbreak, grief, anger, betrayal, frustration, defeat, failure. Without those, we don't even know what joy and bliss and happiness feels like and all the other yummy emotions. So if you're currently setting goals for 2021, keep this in mind. Set yourself free. Liberate your mind, your body, and soul. Have a clear and specific vision. Tap into your heart and ask yourself, does this feel good? Is this really what I want? Feel it in your body. And then surrender. Let it go. You can journal and script your dream life every single day without attachments. Like letting go and surrender doesn't mean that you're abandoning your manifestation or your vision. It just means that I've said what I said and now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna live my life and see where this takes me. I do this every day. I have a vision board. I script my dream life. I can I sometimes I write the same thing every day. I write down the things I want to achieve, but I also trust and accept and surrender myself and my intentions to God. And I like using the word God because I'm trying to unlearn what that word means to many people, um, like in terms of uh, religion and also what it meant to me. So if you feel uncomfortable with that word, you can obviously insert whatever you want to call it. The universe is obviously a popular one. But to me, God doesn't mean like a guy in the sky, right? To me, like when I say God, I mean unlimited source of energy, the supreme creator, genderless ball of light. And if you need to put a face to this, you can absolutely pray and speak to any uh, gods or goddesses you feel drawn to. We're all consciousness, so it doesn't matter. There's no separation between you and God and all the other uh, deities and uh, goddesses that you feel drawn to. We're all the same. We're just at the core. We're all light. So yeah, it's 2021, you guys. Can we please drop the toxic positivity? If you are feeling defeated right now, if you're feeling fear, anxiety, self-doubt, lack of trust, please, please feel it. Do not bottle it up. Do not suppress it. Think of it as a best friend. When your bestie comes to you asking for help, I bet you will not slam the door on their face and say, come back later. I cannot deal with you. Your crying makes me feel uncomfortable. You're such a crybaby. You're disgusting. Goodbye. See you never. You will probably approach that friend with some compassion, some love, and you will 100% ask her or him what happened, why are you feeling this way? You would want to hear them out. You would want to hold space for them. So why can't you do that for yourself and your feelings? Do you not think you're worth it? Are your feelings not as valid as your friends? When shadow emotions come knocking at your door, why do you push them away? What if you allowed them to come and heard them out? Why are you here? And why is that so hard for you to do? Well, I'll tell you why, because the manifesting culture has taught us that we have to stay high vibe all the time, that we cannot feel the negative emotions. That's not good. It's toxic. When people are in this space where they're kind of feeling their feels, we call them toxic, right? We call them negative, like, oh, don't, don't, don't get near me. 
we energetically uh, block them. If you're trying to manifest a new job, a new relationship, a new career path, new friends, before doing all that, I want you to acknowledge where you are. And please be honest, before even calling in what you desire, I want you to accept where you are. If you're in a shitty place, I want you to say, I'm in a shitty place. I'm not where I thought I would be. I'm not where I want to be. I don't particularly like my life right now. It doesn't look as good as I thought it would be. And this is what I mean by being honest. Just say it. Call it out. You're not going to manifest more of it, by the way. So don't be afraid of that. If you don't like journaling it out, just record it on voice memos on your phone. But I want you to set yourself free and be honest with yourself if you are not where you desire to be and if you're feeling down. And I want you to name the emotion, the feeling. You can even give it a color, a shape, a texture, a face. For me, when I feel angry or anxious, I'll say, I'm feeling anxious right now. And then I tap into my body and I really feel where it is. And, I, and I'll say something like, I feel it in my stomach, in my solar plexus chakra, and it looks like a red ball bouncing on the inside of my stomach. It looks like a big, heavy ball, and it's making me feel dense. It's making me feel angry. That's how you talk and honor your emotions. Maybe for you, it's not your stomach. Maybe you feel it in your heart. Maybe your shoulders, your head. Say where the emotion is in your body. Say what the emotion is first and then where you feel it in your body. And then give it a color, a shape, or a texture. Once you've identified it, good job. That's it. Feel it and then get ready to shift out of it. It's important for you to shift out of it, right? You don't want to sit in your feels for way too long as well. I mean, you can feel how however long you want to feel, but just don't let it overtake you. And consume you. So before you frantically try to be positive when you're feeling these shadow emotions, stop that and do this exercise. Once you have seen and heard this particular emotion, then you can move out of it. And that's easy. You can do this through shaking and dancing, or you can simply visualize this emotion that you've given a shape and color to moving out of your body. So imagine it moving to the top of your head and leaving your body from your crown chakra and trust that now the universe has taken care of it. Or you can even imagine it leaving from your root chakra or the soles of your feet and then having it, you know, go down and, um, all the way down to the core of the earth. So you've released this and that's it. And it doesn't mean that this emotion won't come back again. Don't be surprised when it comes knocking once again. But at least you know what to do now. You won't slam the door shut on it <laughs> and you won't suppress it. Instead, you'll open the door wide with snacks and you'll be like, let me look at you. Let me see what's happening here. Let me hear you out right? I heard you. All right. That's enough. I felt you. I've heard you. I've seen you. Let's release you. This is how emotions don't get stuck in your body. This is how you feel shadow emotions and not allow it to overtake you and overwhelm you and stay down and feel like the whole world is against you because that doesn't serve you. I know it's easy to stay down, but it doesn't serve you and it's not good for your peace of mind. 
But remember that feeling good and staying positive comes after you've cleared yourself from the stuff that doesn't feel good in your mind and body and soul. You have to make space for the positive feelings. You can't feel shadow emotions and quote-unquote negativity and then just dump it with positivity. That doesn't work. I mean, even the visual of that, I'm like, oh, Lord, you're just clogging yourself. You want your mind and body to have this effortless flow, you know, out goes the negativity, in comes the positivity, and then again, in and out, in and out, in and out, it's a flow. So it's not about just feeling it and letting yourself stay there for way too long. Don't let yourself get consumed by the emotion. The shifting of your energy, the releasing of this emotion is just as important as feeling it. We're not teenagers anymore, although I probably shouldn't stereotype. (laughs) I'm sure teenagers nowadays are like super fucking woke. But you know how like when, at least me, when um, I was a teenager, like whenever I would feel negative, like I just want to stay down and I just want to curl up in bed. And that's okay sometimes too. But it's just like shifting out of that, like having that awareness. I didn't have it at the time. So I would just be like, "Ah, I just want to be a um, a burrito, you know, like wrapped around my blanket and like nobody talk to me, nobody bother me. I just want to watch sad movies and listen to sad songs. That's okay, but not, but not for too long. So don't be afraid to feel the negative feeling. Don't be like, I don't want it in my space or energy because bad things will happen to me. That's such a, that's such a huge misconception. You know, and then you just like, I'm going to try super hard to think of happy things and positive things. It doesn't work that way. Trust me. Just stop the toxic positivity. You can lie to your mind, but not to your body. Remember that your body stores emotions. You can say 100 affirmations to make yourself feel good. Your mind will absorb it. But if you haven't cleared your body from the stuck energies and emotions, these affirmations won't even make a difference because there will always be that block. So clear out the unwanted stuff, the junk, and make space for magic. And then another thing is please practice the power of surrendering and accepting. Ask the universe for help. Just say, please allow me to see this in a different light. Please allow me to be open to the flow of life and please help me transform with ease and grace. You don't have to like where you are, just accept it. I I mean, that's harder, (laughs) but it comes with practice. And this is not a one day, one week, one month thing. Maybe not even a one year thing. This is creating a container for yourself every single day. It's dealing with your shit every single day. This is the power of having a ritual for yourself every single day. Maybe to begin with, you can give yourself three months and then gradually work up to a year. Give yourself one year of showing up for yourself every single day. And I can guarantee you, if you honor your emotions this way for one year, every single day, oh my God, you will 100% start to shift your energy. You will start to love the flow of life. You won't get rid of your problems. Absolutely not. They will always be there. But you'll know how to handle them. And you know how to work through them energetically, which is really important. 
And if that thought of showing up for yourself for one year scares you and you find it difficult to be consistent, well, I have an episode on that and it's mostly mindset work to stop self-sabotaging. You see how this work is so layered Like in order to do this, you have to first deal with this. Like it's just peeling off the layers (laughs) until you meet your true self. But don't be discouraged because it's wonderfully rewarding. Setting yourself free is so good. You feel super duper good. That's all that matters. What's the point of living life in misery? And also don't be discouraged with manifestation. Try everything. Try all the tools that we're blessed with in this day and age, but don't feel defeated. Try everything with no agenda. This is why inner child work is so important. When you were a kid and you wanted something, like you don't lose sleep over it. You don't think about it 24-7 like, oh my God, I wonder if my mom is going to allow me to play in the playground tomorrow. Like that's tomorrow's issue. You're probably going to sleep like a baby. So have childlike wonder. Try everything with no agenda. And it's okay to have high expectations. Expectations are good. I know that the consensus is that don't expect, but I, I have high expectations. Um, And expectations are not bad, but when yours are not met, just be easy on yourself. Be gentle. Feel everything. Do that um, exercise again that I talked about earlier. And just be honest. Being honest with yourself about where you are and how you're feeling takes a lot of courage. I know it's not easy. It takes bravery to say, well, shit, I don't like where I am. (laughs) but that's okay. I'll accept this on the journey to where I want to be. But every day you have to accept where you are. And maybe you need a little reminder. That's okay. Before you practice gratitude, before you think of the next best happy thought, it's okay to say, I don't like where I am. Life is tough. And I'm going to say it again, call it out. Don't let your ego think you're too good to live a challenging life. Don't think about, well, tomorrow is going to be a better day. So it's okay. Like, I'm just going to, you know, like, I'm just going to be here. Like, you don't even have to think so far to tomorrow. If you feel shitty today, then cool. It's valid. And you feel it with all your might. I love gratitude. It's important. But even that nowadays is masked with toxic positivity. It's like, when you feel bad, the first thing you say is there's so many other people who have it worse. And guess what? You're right. You're right. There are so many people that have it worse than you. And having perspective on things, it's amazing. But how does that help you move through your emotions? If you keep invalidating yourself because others have it worse, people are suffering elsewhere and people are starving elsewhere. And all of this is true and it hurts, but it doesn't mean that you being down about your issues, no matter how small or big, is invalid because other people are suffering. I actually don't like that kind of gratitude. And Eckhart Tolle made me realize about this type of gratitude. And I've been doing it all my life because it's what I've been taught. But comparing yourself to other people's misery, I mean, that's not the kind of perspective we want to have, right? But I mean, if it works for you, I don't want to tell you what to do. If it works for you, cool, that's fine. If you've seen the movie Soul by Disney Pixar, it's essentially about gratitude and appreciating the small little moments. And that movie beautifully illustrates the essence 
of gratitude. And there's that one scene where the main character, it's not a spoiler, but there's that one scene where the main character looks at leaves and that's when she discovers that life is beautiful. And that's the kind of gratitude I love. I mean, you didn't see her appreciating her life after seeing someone else suffering, right? Because it's not about that. She realized that life was beautiful when she heard music and saw nature. And that movie is actually, now that I think about it, it's it's also a great example of how escaping the present moment because you're too busy searching for and manifesting your next big goal is really not the way to go. Remember that little moments compound. If you appreciate the little things every day, by the end of the year, you'll have appreciated 365 things. That's huge. And I bet it'll feel good at the end of the year. So that's it for me today. I hope that a lot of you got a lot (laughs) out of this and that there were um, a lot of takeaways. Good luck with setting your intentions. Remember to be gentle with yourself. Dream big. Really, dream big until it fucking scares you. And then let the universe carry you and support you and hold you and bring you to places you never thought was possible. Be flexible. Have fun with it. Maybe you won't get what you initially thought you wanted, but I promise you that when you let the universe support you and hold you, that it's going to be better. That's how I sign off all of my manifestations. I'm like, this or something better. So if I don't get it, I've talked about this so many times on this podcast, but if I don't get what I initially wrote down, well, that's fine because I know something better is on the way. You guys are awesome. I get messages from you guys on my Instagram and it just makes my day. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you have a fantastic year ahead. Obviously, you're going to see me literally every week until the end of the year. We are going to enter 2021 with an open mind, an open heart, an open soul. So excited to interview so many amazing people this year. I have a lot of plans. And yeah, I hope you guys stick around. If you think that your family or your friends or your loved ones would benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Let's spread the good vibes, right? And if you have extra time, we all do, please rate this podcast five stars and nothing less on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. I love you guys, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at soulsends.withsilkina. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with whoever might benefit from what you just experienced. And if you really enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you could give this podcast a five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Let's spread the joy and good vibes. I'll see you next time.